and welcome. This presentation is about the rapidly changing environment of recognizing information that had not been available before in the past. The game has changed. Now you get to control the experience called life. Are you ready? Do you want full access? If so, what will you do with it? And what does this really mean? With this 5D knowledge, you can take advantage of skill sets, allowing you to become more plugged in to the new game in town. Everyone is playing, whether they know it or not. So why not play and succeed? Learn to notice the circumstances around you that perhaps you have been unaware of before. My job is to lead you through this process. I've been teaching worldwide since 1994. My name is Maureen St. Germain, and I am so happy that you have joined me on this program. My work, teachings on the Akashic Records, the dimensions, and providing a higher self-training that is fast and easy, a protocol to achieve an on-demand, 100% accurate, higher self-connection is part of what I offer. Join us and stay tuned to Waking Up in 5D. We'll be right there with our next guest. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Waking Up in 5D Summit. My guest today is the very special Debbie Lynn Grace, who is a remarkable human being and has reinvented herself enough times to help you get it that it doesn't matter if you have to change or be different. Just take the opportunity. And she says it's the obstacles, challenges, and unexpected opportunities that truly lead you to discover your higher calling. For Debbie Lynn Grace, the road to her purpose felt like an unconventional route and path that she had never envisioned for herself. Now, in hindsight, each step on her path makes perfect sense. Debbie is a transformational leader, author, international speaker, energy worker, and intuitive. She has been published in over 200 newspapers, magazines, and online publications. Through her online programs and live events, she is blessed to show a highly sensitive person and empath the world-wide how of how to dissolve your energy blocks that prevent you from leading a life of purpose, authenticity, passion, and prosperity. Since 2015, over 12,000 highly sensitive people worldwide have benefited from her webinars, programs, and live events for the successful sensitive. Today we're going to talk about the five most common energy blocks that prevent you from having the prosperity you desire right now and how to dissolve them quickly and easily. So welcome, Debbie. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Me too. It's been magical to get here, you know, just totally magical. So um, you talk about the five biggest energy blocks to prosperity. What are they and, you know, how do you sort that out? Well, thanks for asking. Um, you know, prosperity, uh, you know, you've been doing this a long time, Maureen, and prosperity is a hot topic, right? It's always a hot topic. Right. It's always people want to know how can they have more prosperity in their life. And um, I'd like to start out by asking everybody to do a little 
you know, just to draw a little picture, we're going to go back to kindergarten here, and we're just going to draw a little picture here, because it really is the basis of everything I teach, and it's the basis of understanding when are you living a life of prosperity and when aren't you. So all I'd ask cool. you to do is just pull out a clean piece of paper, and all we're going to be doing is you're going to be drawing three triangles. So you're going to draw, um, you're going to take a line, and you're going to draw a vertical line that separates the top half from the bottom half of the page. That's all you're going to do, line that separates the top half from the bottom half. On the top half of the page, I want you to draw a triangle. On the bottom half of the page, I want you to draw two side-by-side triangles. Okay, so this is going to explain everything I'm going to talk about in today's program or today's interview. Um, and the top half, um, that triangle on the top of the line, I would call it, I would label it your spiritual body. And uh, underneath that line, the two triangles, the one on the left, just label it your mental body, and on the right, you label that triangle, your physical body. So there you have it. That's where you are. You've got your spiritual body, your mental body, and your physical body. Now, the fact of the matter is, what's an energy block? It's just it's, an energy block would represent that line. That line that separates those three triangles is your energy block preventing you from accessing your your spiritual body. And in your spiritual body, when you are experiencing passion, when you're experiencing your purpose, when you're having a feeling of true um, creativity download, when you're feeling very fulfilled, when you're feeling very peaceful, when you're feeling very serene, those are you accessing your spiritual body. Well, what stops you from doing that? Because in, when you're accessing all of those things in your spiritual body, that's when you get to an abundant state. The place of abundance where you're experiencing things in your life that are abundant, that are favorable. Ideas, solutions, um, financial prosperity, love, creativity, opportunities. So what stops you from that? Well, I've, I've been, you know, like, like Maureen, I, I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> and I've had the, you know, the good fortune to, in the last 25 years, speak in front of hundreds of thousands of people. And I've heard a lot of fears. You know, it's very few fears that I, I don't think there's any fear that I haven't heard when it comes to wanting to live a prosperous life. And I kind of boil down to five. And, Maureen, I'm, I'm sure you're probably going to see the pattern here of all the people that you talk to also. And so let me just outline the five that seem to be the thing that stops you and puts you in a low vibration. So a low vibration is when you're in a place that's below that line, when you're in a place of fear, lack, limitation, frustration. And so what will happen is the first energy block will be overwhelm. Now, for people that are highly sensitive, they have a very close and personal relationship with overwhelm. You get to that place where you have too much information overload, and look at the society we live in. You know, you have so many ways to access information, and they're in your face nonstop. You know, it used to be, it used to be, right, Maureen, like, what, 10 years ago? You just got your email on a computer. That was it. There was no uh-huh. tablet. There was no emails on your phone. There was no emails on a watch. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, and, and 17 years ago, you didn't even have a, a, a cell phone. All you had was a landline. No, right, right. So overwhelm can happen so quickly because, and now you add on, if you, so let's take away all the information that's that's overloading you every day. Now let's talk about your to-do list. You know, what you do to yourself, your, you know, your to-do list of everything that you have to happen during the day. 
So when you put all that input in on a daily basis and you get hit overwhelm, it leads to the second energy block, which usually is burnout. And burnout is the place where you, you shut down. You just shut down. You just say, I can't do this anymore. I'm operating on fumes. My brain, you know, you lose focus. You lose clarity. You lose connection to your intuitive voice. You, you just, your body puts, you know, puts you on shutdown and you want to withdraw. So is that an energy block? Yeah, because when you are in overwhelm and you're in burnout, you're not accessing your true authentic voice, which is the place of that place of, of a high vibration where your, where your intuitive voice is and when your prosperity exists. Uh-huh. That leads you to the, the, the third energy block that I see that is incredibly common. Now, I happen to have a very spiritual following and, um, you know, most of my, uh, most of the people on my list are highly sensitive. I have a lot of people that are in the holistic healing industry and energy workers and life coaches and authors and consultants and people that are really very aware and really um, dedicated to their, you know, their personal development, which, of course, if you're listening to this, that you're, you're that person because that's, that's, you know, who is just the ideal person to be, you know, reading Maureen's awesome book. And, Here's a key trait of these people, <laughs> and I'll put myself in there, is you ever get into that place of overgiving. You have such a generous nature, and you want everybody to be transformed. You want everybody to feel good. You want everybody else to be happy. And in fact, in many cases, if you're you know, pretty evolved, you know you can be aware of what, what a need another person has before they even are aware of it. Sure. So, sure. You know, so why is this an energy block? Well, it's an energy block because a lot of people give to the point of depletion. They give when it's not smart. They give when it, it really actually weakens their boundaries. And it, and it takes a notch on their self-esteem and their self-confidence. So that becomes an energy block too. The fourth one, yeah, the fourth one that I see is, this is also very common, particularly people that are highly sensitive. So, so for somebody that's highly sensitive or somebody that's very in tuned if you're empathic, you're really sensitive, or anybody, if you've ever been bullied or teased, you know, or judged or criticized growing up and you're carrying that wound, the last thing you want is to look different in the eyes of anybody else in the world or to look needy. So I find that people that are on this path, even if they're on this conscious path and they really want to do right in the world and they want to have a fulfilling, prosperous life, they also tend to have a habit of being very self-reliant because it's like, no, I'll take care of it myself. It's all about I. I, It's all about me. I'll take care of it myself because the last thing I want is to ask for something that I need from somebody else and risk, risk being criticized or judged. Or being or rejected. disappointed. Or disappointed. Exactly. Another one. Yeah, absolutely. So you become self-reliant. Well, when you have this focus on always being self-reliant that you're going to take care of your own needs, and you can. I mean, basically, you can pretty much take care of your own to survive your own food, water, and shelter. All right? When you just, when you become that, you disconnect from the most powerful sources that are available to you. Your intuition, you disconnect from the universe, who's there to provide for you in ways that you couldn't even fathom without you even lifting a finger. 
So you enter in the world of just, it's all about just me and me taking care of myself, and you're keeping out the very abundance that's waiting for you. And the last one is pretty subtle. It's pretty subtle, and, and, you're, and your ego is going to, you know, probably very much justify this. And, I, and I, this is very something that maybe you can relate to called settling. There's all sorts of reasons why you could settle. Settle for a job, settle in a relationship, because maybe you think something better is never going to happen because it's not shown up for you yet. Or you think that you don't deserve something better. Or you think that, you know, you've been told your whole life you'll never amount to anything, that you have to settle, or you've been told your expectations are too high. This stops you from being, the, you know, accessing this incredible potential and possibility and power that's already inside of you. And yes. it stops you from accessing that. Yes, hmm. you know, it's it's a very good point. You know, I I just had a, um, I call it a friendly divorce with with my um my operations manager who really really wanted to do a good job and really came up to speed in a lot of areas and did a terrific job but at the same time she wasn't managing details well and we both liked working with each other so we kept trying to make it work yeah so i get it cuz i was settling you know maybe there's somebody out there that absolutely adores to handle detail and wants that kind right. of a job. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of reasons you can settle. I mean, um, low self-esteem will make you settle, feeling that um, nothing is better out there because you've been told nothing is better out there. People who are really very um, overachievers in the group, if you're the overachiever, then you've probably been told more than once in your life that you expect too much, that your expectations are too high. The problem is when you settle, you feel worse. You feel worse. You you don't feel better. No matter how you justify it in your head, like, well, I, you know, I'm, you know, I, I'm never going to get anything better, or I don't see anything better, or it's not coming my way, or that's not my experience, or you know, um, or a, a lot of times you can maybe justify it because you just don't have the time to actually go well, out. And there's also, better. yeah, there's also the element that you don't want to be difficult, so you allow what you wouldn't allow in yourself, so you're still settling. Yes, yes. So there's lots of reasons, but it really can, it can start to invade your life and keep you feeling stuck. But more importantly, it makes you feel small. So you notice I had you draw that picture, that line, that line separating you. So when you're operating in a high vibration, your spirit, your spiritual body is always in a high vibration, always. You want to move your mental body and your physical body above the line. And that's when you start to dissolve those energy blocks. And I just wanted to point out the most common ones because they affect everybody. You know, it just, (laughs) they affect everybody. It doesn't matter where you're at in life or what, you know, what place you're at in your life. Um, They can really creep up on you. Now, in 5D, in the book, Waking Up in 5D, we talk about how the game has changed. And I know you use this similar uh, uh, story that the success model we were taught in schools is the wrong formula to follow if you want to live an authentic life of grace and ease. Of course, I wouldn't use the word wrong. I would say it's outmoded. It doesn't serve us anymore. You know, maybe it worked 
for a time, but it sure as heck doesn't work now. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. The success, well, I'll just, you know, here's the success model well, we were all taught in school. Why you find that a little bit for us? Yeah. Well, here's the success model you're taught in school. The first thing you're taught in school is you have a grading system is you go after the A. So you're taught very early on. I mean, when you're just a little kid, you set a goal, and when you're in school, they tell you what that goal is. They tell you an A is the goal, right? Then they tell you you have to work really hard, do your homework, right? And you have to achieve that goal. So by the time you're done with school, you've learned, and everybody's taught you over and over and over again, that the formula to quote-unquote success in life, especially when it comes to money or getting anything you want, is to set a goal, have a plan, work really hard to achieve that goal. Now, it's a good, it's actually a good formula if that's all you're going after. If you're, if you, you know, it, it's a good goal if you, you set, if you were, you know, setting a, a goal and then you figure out a plan and you want to work really hard to achieve it, you, you might have probably realized some goals in your life. You might have gotten some good grades. You might have gotten, uh, you know, a promotion in your life. You might have gone after that. But why do I say it's not the best way to go? Well, the first, you know, as you enter, you know, the realm of the 5D and you realm into a higher level of consciousness and you start to look at living your high, life in a high vibration, there's some holes in this, goal, in this formula, <laughs> okay? The first is it's got you focusing on failure or success. It's an either-or. You either achieve the goal or you don't achieve the goal. Well, that's not what life is about. I mean, life is about the journey and what you learn in, in, you know, in your journey of life and what you learn and, and how you grow and how you develop. It doesn't really take that into account because life is not about you win or lose. It really is pretty much, if you really think about it, I don't know, you know, Marina, I'd love your perspective on this. You're always winning. You know, you're always winning. If you say, you know, it's funny that you say it that way because I would I would say everything is a win-win. I want things to be a win-win. So just as instead of instead of saying, you know, things got really ugly, I I call it a friendly divorce and I make room for us to have a solution that we can both live with. And Yeah. So <clears throat> from my perspective, I see myself elevating myself as well as the people around me. And I also see myself as the uh, researcher that uses the experiences of my clients to help me access solutions for them because I'm a conduit for information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a skill that I can bring to the table, and in the process of helping individuals, I can help bigger groups. Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. part of the journey. So what that's you're right. doing is you're looking at you know everything, taking in all the data, and moving things into a higher place. So that's where this falls down because there's, it's very rigid. It's a very rigid type of formula. The other thing is it makes you do is um, you know is you know just because you achieve a goal does not guarantee happiness or fulfillment. And if you ask me for, you know, if you ask me for life, you know, like what am I going after, I, I'm, 
it's not a thing I'm going after. I want to know when I look back on my life and go, was I fulfilled? Did I feel fulfilled? Did I grow? Did I expand? And that required me letting go of rules, letting go of this is the way it has to be, and quite honestly, letting go of my own goals. Yeah. <laughs> because if I quite honestly followed my goals that I set out with this, I have a PhD in that success formula, by the way, and I say that jokingly. Um, because when I first started my own business, you know, 24 years ago, you know, that's I followed that formula to the T. You know, I set my, my financial goals and what I wanted to achieve, and I had a plan. I freaking taught marketing goal. I mean, I taught marketing strategy. But as I've gotten older and as I've grown and as I've evolved and I let go of all of that, I realized that, I would still be doing the same thing I did 24 years ago if that, if that was if I followed the plan. And I would never be the person I am today. And I, and I am so much happier doing it this way, but I could never have outlined it. But now the other, the other challenge. challenge. You've, come up. You've come up with a four-step formula. Yes. Yes. Tell us so about that. There is, there is a, there is a four-step formula. And, I'm going to, I want to walk you through it because it, I think it gives you a better way to expand and to move into that high vibration. So you start to move your, your mental body and your physical body into a higher vibration. So I recommend you write these down. They're pretty simple, but they're powerful at the same time. So step number one would be to shift from a money mindset to a prosperity mindset. So remember what I defined prosperity as an abundance of things that are favorable that help you move into a higher vibration, that you're available to you in a high vibration. Ideas, creativity, even, you know, more financial prosperity. So a money mindset is limited by your beliefs around money. Okay, it's going to be limited by how you grew up around money, how your parents handled money, your thoughts about your worthiness to receive money, your ability to earn it, um, there's all these things tied in with the concept of money that can hold you back and start to really mess up you moving into that higher space and that higher vibration. Prosperity mindset doesn't focus on, on money. It's always focused on abundance in every form. And from that, from by definition, that means it's focused on possibility. Gives you greater space of possibility of what's possible for you. And it takes out of the equation beliefs. Because what, you know, you do know that you can, there's a lot of things you can change in your life. Beliefs are one of them. Your identity is another. You can choose your actions. You can choose your thoughts. You can choose your beliefs. What you don't necessarily choose and what you came in wired, and this is, you know, this is the world according to Debbie. I'm, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, Marine, is you came in with some, you know, some values that really make a difference to you. And ultimately, the way, the thing that's going to make you the happiest is to live your life through those, so what I call soul values. Soul values. And so by allowing, really aligning that place of possibility through your soul values, that makes you so much happier and so much more freedom. Yeah. And that kind totally. of, that kind of, and then that leads you into um, step number two. 
And step number two is something that I could spend about seven days <laughs> talking about. It's my favorite subject. And it's called increasing your space to receive. Increasing your space to receive. Remember I talked about all those energy blocks, you know, earlier on in this conversation. You know, when you are in overwhelm, you shut down your space to receive. When you are in burnout, you shut down your space to receive. When you are overgiving, you're shutting down your space to receive. When you are self-reliant, you shut down your space to receive. When you are settling, you shut down your space to receive the very thing you really want. But it affects like three areas. So the three areas are your mental space, your physical space, and your energetic space. You want to increase all of those. So your mental space, you're, everybody's really aware of. I mean, you're, it, and that is what's going on in your head. What are those thoughts going on in your head? Do they feel empowering? Do they motivate you? Do they inspire you? Do they make you feel more confident? Or do they shut you down? Do they make you close down? And so those thoughts in your head will either increase your mental space and your capacity to receive or they'll shut it down. Your physical space is exactly that, your physical space. And you're surrounded by a lot of stuff. And does that stuff take away from the energy of you receiving? Is your office a complete disaster? Is it a mess? Is, you know, or is it in harmony? Is your space in harmony for what you want to receive? And the last one is energetic space. And this is, you know, personally, any energy worker, any intuitive, we operate in these awesome energetic spaces. They're so beautiful. They're so big. But the thing is, is that when you use that old model of setting a goal, what you do is you're setting an energetic space just to receive that thing. Right. And then you might close down that space, right? That's very limiting. Very limiting. Yeah. So what will happen is you, you end up from a low vibration setting your energetic space to the level that you think you can receive. So it might even be smaller than what your goal is. So let's say you want to earn $100,000 next year. But you and your heart of hearts and your belief systems believe you're only, you really only are deserve 50000 You think you're only worth $50,000. So what have you set your energetic space to? You set it to 50,000. There's no space for to receive 100,000. Let's say you set it to 100,000. Where's the growth potential there? That's pretty yeah. limiting to the universe, right? Right. So that's, so it's about increasing your space. Step number three, and I think you've talked a lot about this in your, in your book, um, Maureen is anchoring prosperity in your physical body. And what I mean by that is you can actually find physically in your body that place of faith, that opening up of your heart, that place of surrender, which is a very much of a grounding. There's actually a physical place in your body where you can feel surrender. That actually is the thing that opens up that energetic space for you. But you have to learn how to, you know, you have to anchor that and you have to know how it feels. And I know there was some things that you talked about in your book, right, to really be, really feel things that are happening in your body because they can really give you great information because your body never lies, right? Right, right. Hopefully we won't either. I actually tell people that even a white lie is a form of limiting your prosperity, because yeah. when you lie, you're telling the universe there's not enough. There's not enough love. Mm -hmm. There's not enough trust. There's not enough money. Whatever it is, 
you're lying right. because you're afraid you're not going to get whatever that you think you right. need. And instead of just letting yep. the universe give it to you, you have to make up a story. And the minute you make up the story, you're telling the universe, I got it, I got a handle, just like everything you said. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the last one. The last one is that whatever your belief systems are now, you know, whatever you think, you know, wherever you've got your energy blocks that are not serving you, they're not allowing you to expand. And, and, and remember, you can change anything you want. But I, I'm one of those, I, I've been teaching this stuff for so long that I know there's a lot of classes on, you know, just shifting your beliefs, but I believe that that's actually a, a kind of a, a limiting way to go about it. Instead, if you practice moving into a higher vibration with, um, by actually developing traction and doing some easy things to shift your state, it will actually, you can actually move physically into that place and your mental space will follow along. So I truly believe that it is so much easier to change your state, your mental state, by shifting your physical state first. And how would you by do shifting that? shifting your physical state. Well, let's go back to step number three when I talked about Anchoring prosperity in your physical body, you want to know where the place of faith and the place of surrender. So surrender is when you are, let's just talk about energy flow in your body. The energy flow in your body is either moving up or it's moving down. When it's moving down, you ground and you open up your space. You open up your energetic space. And when it's moving down, you can clear out all the gunk. You can clear out all the energy blocks. You move it down. You allow it to flow into the earth and the earth will nourish you. It's a beautiful part about grounding and having the earth nourish you. When you move into a place of fear, a place of lack, a place of limitation, a place of inner, inner, uh, your inner dialogue is critical, is judgmental, um, any of those states, you literally, your energy starts to move up in your body and it, and it stops the energy flow. So from your neck down, you shut down. And here's how you know when you shut down. Um, I can always tell because most of my work is done over the phone is somebody, um, especially if they're very visual and they're a very quick thinker, they will start uh -huh. talking faster. They talk faster. That means they're shut down because the energy flow isn't allowing them just to breathe easily. So that's a great question. You know, so this, here's a real simple exercise, real simple exercise. If you're sitting down, right, everybody I'm sure is probably sitting down. If you aren't, sit, take a moment, sit down in a chair with a back to that chair. And just take a moment and <clears throat> place both feet flat on the ground. And then just breathe. <laughs> take a moment here and breathe. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Take a moment and breathe, everyone. And Debbie, you hit that mute button and give it a good cough. And that way you can resettle. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So as you're breathing, notice that your energy is moving down. And you start to feel the chair beneath your torso. And as, as the heavier you feel that chair beneath your torso, and you start, the energy starts to move down, down your body. 
that's how you know the energy is moving down. And then take a moment to close your eyes and relax. Every muscle in your body, relax your shoulders, relax your face, relax your hands, relax your butt muscles that you hold on to. Just allow yourself to feel really connected to that chair as you're breathing. You know, notice the energy starts to move down your spine, down your legs, out your feet, into the earth. That's how you get connected. So the chair actually feels heavier? Well, you actually feel that the chair itself doesn't feel heavier. You feel heavier connected to that chair. On the chair. Because you're you're fully supported, yes. So where's your awareness now? Your awareness is in your core. Yeah, very cool. Your awareness is in your core. Your awareness is not in your head. It's not in your shoulders. Your awareness is in your core. As you were describing it, you know, I I could feel like the shoulders dropping and the energy kind of being, feeling very solid and secure. It's a lovely exercise. It's simple. You know? The other thing, too, is, is mentally, the thing about this, you're fully supported right now in this moment, and we forget that. When we're trying to accomplish things, we forget that you're always fully supported. You're, you're, as you're sitting in the chair, you're supported by the ground, you're supported by the chair, you're supported by the back of the chair. You don't have to do anything. Just breathe. You don't have to do anything. You just breathe. And that opens up the energetic space for you to draw in what you want. Fabulous. So you want me to recap these four steps in case somebody is like going, oh, wait, what did you say? <laughs> How about if I do it and give you a little breather? Okay. You've been a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. So the, this formula is the first step is <clears throat> to open yourself up to the prosperity mindset and abandon the money mindset. And when you open yourself to the prosperity mindset, it invites abundance of ideas, abundance of possibilities, abundance of opportunity and creativity. And when you open to that and then consider your soul values, what did you come in to experience? What did you come in to do? You can relax into that. And that creates the abundance. And I thought it was very interesting because the minute you stop doing that and you do the money mindset, then you're back in the 3D way of solving things yourself instead of letting the universe, your intuition, your angels, whatever, help you fulfill your passion and your purpose and your creativity. And then the second step is increasing your space to receive. And this is very powerful because a lot of people who are self-starters and and certainly capable of taking care of themselves need to be able to be part of the circle of life of giving and receiving. And so when you increase your space to receive, you're actually allowing for thoughts and ideas to come in. And you mentioned the mental body, the physical body, and the energetic space. So when you increase your space to receive, you're open to other thoughts, not just your own. In the physical space, you're looking at, you know, what kind of 
chaos do I have in my office? Is it a friendly chaos that isn't scary, or do I have chaos that looks like a you know a tornado blew through here and it definitely needs it help? And and this is a very standard feng shui principle anyway, because uh, there is a lot of uh, teaching around the whole idea of a messy office and that that can limit your good because you're stressed just sitting in it. And then the last one, the energetic space, is allowing yourself to have a solution that's better than what you can come up with. And in one of my books uh, called Be a Genie, I describe this as don't limit your manifestation. Limit what you need it to do. So if you need a car to haul the kids, the dog, and the dog food, it doesn't have to be a Jeep Cherokee. It could be any SUV or any station wagon or even a pickup. You allow the universe to bring you what you need that fulfills your desires in that moment and not limit it. And as, as Debbie put it, she said, you know, what if you've defined that you're worth uh, 100000 but you're energetically haven't stepped into that, haven't given yourself permission to have it, haven't owned that, haven't really taken it in? What would that feel like? <clears throat> and it doesn't take much to, to, to shift that, but it takes a focus. And that leads us right into anchoring that prosperity into the physical body, which is a form of surrender and opens up the space to receive and be part of the universe instead of trying to be, you know, a one-man operation. And then the fourth step was the belief systems and that you must shift your mental state of being and to shift your state of being in general. So first step is a surrender. And then the second step is to recognize that a lot of times we're in our heads and the way you can tell if you need to do that shift is if you start talking really fast. It means you're really in your head and you're not allowing the concept of who you are and what you are in a physical body support you. And Debbie described for us an exercise where you sit in a chair with a back And you allow yourself to feel the weight of your body on the chair. And you allow the energy to move down to the earth and let the earth support you. And I'm going to add and feel how good that feels. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. That was perfect. The only thing I would would just add one thing in step number four, it's about Uh getting traction. It's about getting traction. Because you, um, transformation, people think that, you know, if you ever you go to an event and you see people transform and they have this massive transformation and they have this shift in their awareness, but then they've got to integrate that shift. So integration requires traction. It requires daily action in the things that keep you in this high vibration. So step number four includes um, you know, doing the things that allow you to keep moving into a high vibration and you know, sitting sitting and deep breathing is just one of them. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. You know, it's it's been so much fun 
listening to how you uh, uh, put your awareness on it and how you explain it to people. I just, I find it very simple and easy to follow. And there's so many steps here that people can, you know, try out and say, wow, this works. Let me see what else she's got. So I'm delighted to have you on this uh, summit and to share your wisdom and to give people a chance to get to know you as a teacher and speaker. I'm just so grateful Thank you so much. that you were able to find the time and, and make it work. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you so much. I really, I, you know, when you, when you have such great synergy with somebody and, and are so aligned with a work like I am with yours, the time goes by in like two minutes, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any last minute thoughts you'd like to add before we close? Um, you know, I think the last, the, the last thing that I would say is, is that you are, you know, everybody that's listening in, you're on a journey that is filled with possibility, it's filled with joy, it's filled with prosperity, and it's just waiting for you. And and the only thing that would step in the way is you, and you don't need to. Um, you know, it's amazing how how it's actually easier, it's easier to move into a higher vibration than to, it takes a lot of energy to to stay stuck in an energy block. It takes right. so much more energy. Right. Right. A lot of energy to maintain your resistance. Huh. Yes, it takes a lot of energy, and it takes a lot of energy to be inauthentic and to not be your beautiful, wonderful, authentic, loving self. And so I just would leave you with that thought that yeah. it's so much easier to be in alignment and just to be yourself, be your authentic self, and to really live in the high vibration of your soul values because that's the that's the energy of flow and that's what makes your life easy and graceful and elegant. And thank you so much, Maureen. I really appreciate this time. We have been listening to Debbie Lynn Grace. Be sure to pick up her free offer and stay tuned for the next Waking Up in 5D interview. We are so thrilled to have you as our guest and please join us on the next one.